0: I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Attainable Podcast. My name is Sarah Boss. I am so excited you're here. I just like, uh, I was like pumping my hands in the air because I'm so excited and, like, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you may not have seen it. I'm currently wearing a brace, Bertha the Brace. She's sweet. She's fun. She's cute. She's none of those things, all right? I hate this freaking thing. Um, so I had, like, pain, like, a while ago, and I didn't really think anything of it. I was um, lifting, and then my wrist just, like, had a little bit of a kind of strain, you know? I didn't think anything of it because like, whatever. And then over the next couple weeks, weeks, it just got worse and worse and worse. And Joseph was like, you really need to like go see a doctor. And I'm like, LOL, the Lord can heal many things. Really, I just, I'm so stubborn. And then it just got to the point where, I mean, it was so painful. So I got a brace and I was like, okay, I'll wear a brace for a couple of days. And I didn't, I thought that I would be wearing it for maybe four days and then I'd not take it to New York. Um, I was so wrong at my birthday dinner because um, I still won't go to a doctor purely out of laziness and stubborn. Th- I'm just like, what are you going to tell me? Anyway, at my birthday dinner, my uncle is a physical trainer. And so um, he was like, what happened to your hand? I was like, I think I have carpal tunnel or something from typing. He was like, well, do you want me to tell you if you have carpal tunnel? And I was like, uh, sure. I told him like what was wrong. And he like looked at my wrist and like had me show more things hurt and everything. He was like, you don't have carpal tunnel. You have something called TFCC, and I looked it up, Triangular Fibrocartilage Complex. Cool. Apparently, uh, he used to be the trainer for the Charleston Stingrays hockey team. He was like, I'm so proud of you. You have a hockey injury. Thankfully, I'm pretty sure it's just a strain, not a sprain, because I didn't have like an actual event. Um, But anyway, wrist hurts. Today, (laughs) what a a positive subject. Today, we're going to be talking about happiness. No, but let's be let's be real. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna t- uh, go over a couple like kind of like lessons, tips or tidbits that I've learned over the past, I guess you could say, 24 years, um, or and especially with the last two years after college. That's probably where I've learned more about myself and about life in the last two years after college than I did at any other point. And so I wanted to share these with you guys um, because these are definitely things that have helped me and I was feeling off. I've been feeling off at the time of recording and it's nice to reflect on the things that just make you happier and are also in your control. I think a lot of it has to do with perspective, you know, but we'll go over those. I got them in front of me, got my notes. On a random side note, if you're wondering how I am besides my wrist, I just ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a hamburger bun because we're picking up our groceries this afternoon. And it was—it wasn't even like like a potato roll or anything. It was just a freaking sesame bun, and that is a maybe three point seven out of ten. Wouldn't recommend. It was kind of like it—you know—kind of dry. It wasn't good, but I wanted peanut butter like peanut butter and honey toast, I've been really into that, you know, when you're like craving a snack, I'll just eat peanut butter and honey toast, but we had no bread, Um, and then I saw jelly, I was like, ooh, peanut butter and jelly, I was like, well, okay, what do we have to act as a vehicle for the peanut butter and jelly, because I don't want to eat off a spoon, because that just feels like desperate, and all we had was quesadillas or hamburger buns or hot dog buns, and in my head, I justified a hamburger bun over all the others, Um, still no good, that's lesson number one, okay, let's get into it. Something that I am making, I've made a rule for myself, and I think this really helps with something that I would say we all suffer from. Mrs. Imposter Syndrome, especially for those of you who are like trying something new or thinking about something you want to try out or do or stepping out of your comfort zone or your, oh my God, for the people creating anything, you know, creating a business, whether creating art, creating, you know, a podcast, creating photos, like whatever it may be, or you're like going out and doing something Imposter syndrome is so, so real. Um, It's one of those words and those things that I think gets watered down um, in conversation because it is talked about quite often, uh, which is a good thing. But unfortunately, sometimes that means that the meaning is a little bit lost. And imposter syndrome is extremely real and it can be very debilitating. And so, you know, those like I don't know, uh, like wives tales or whatever. And it's, what is it like when you have a dream, it means somebody's thinking about you or something like that. Or is it when a ladybug lands on you, somebody's thinking about you. I'm about to look this up literally right now. The ladybug thing just apparently is a luck thing. And then I tried to look up like my literal Google is it means someone is thinking of you. And there's an article of 14 ways to know if someone is thinking of you in quotations telepathically or not quotations parentheses telepathically so how do you telepathically think or know that somebody is thinking about you and apparently it's when you have two consecutive sneezes whatever I promise this has like a point um so you know like those kind of wives tales like this means this I've made a rule that every time that I think that I'm sucking or what I'm doing is dumb or I ha- I'm i like, I should just throw in the towel or, you know, I'm a bad podcast host and all this means nothing and I'm not going to grow. Like all those things that really, when that starts to happen, I urge you to speak out loud because when you keep all that inside, it's toxic. But if you're putting it on paper, like writing it out or saying it out loud, I know that sounds like, why would you say that out to yourself? But that's the point because you realize how ridiculous the things you're saying are. But when I start to think about that, my new rule is, okay, if I start to think that, that means that I've helped someone. I'm like, oh, somebody must have just listened to a podcast and um, it helped them in some way. Oh, somebody must have just read a blog and it helped them in some way. Somebody must have seen a photo of mine and read a caption or something and it helped them in some way. Because, of course, this is more relevant to those of you who like put stuff out there that's kind of like evergreen. That is my motto is that if I'm starting to doubt myself, it means that what I'm doing is impacting someone else and somewhere else. And so that's going to be my new thing. And that's kind of going to what be what pushes me forward because the messages I get from you guys are incredible. Like when I get uh, messages that you guys love to podcast or something I said struck a chord or you're going through the same thing or something like that, it's just mind-blowing to me and this community is phenomenal but in those moments of silence that those aren't always coming in they're not always going to be coming in I'm not saying oh my god can you miss me all the times but it's very easy to see that things are great when you're being told it's great but you have to learn to tell yourself that what you're doing is worth it because people won't be giving you affirmation all the time so that's a new rule Whenever you doubt yourself, know that somebody you're impacting somebody somewhere in some way. Second thing, number two, you can always make it fun, and furthermore, it's your responsibility to make life fun. This goes into attitude, which I am actually pretty passionate about mostly because it's the thing that annoys me most. When people write themselves off or like write a situation off before they even try or even consider it, oh my god, it makes my blood Boil Like the, that would never work anyway, or that's so dumb. Like, why would you do that? Or that's going to look stupid. Or like, they won't even go somewhere or do something because, and before they even try or consider it, they just completely write write it off. Like, oh, I really want to build like when I bought when I built a mirror, like you know, I saw a mirror on Urban Outfitters. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen it. Uh, their Urban Outfitters has this like giant mirror. It's like literally four hundred dollars, and I was like, mm, that seems easy enough. I'll just build it. And I think that many times, like other people would have gone into that situation, and be like, oh, like I, you know, I wonder if I could build that, and they're like, nah, I totally couldn't. And then they would like not just not do it. And I'm like, why? Like I had never sawed wood in my life. And I've built two mirrors now. Um, and I plan to build an entire entertainment center just because it's like, there's no reason I can't. Like there's no reason you can't have fun. There's no reason in any situation that you can't turn it around for yourself. And fun also is not selfish and it's not childish. It's something that you must prioritize for your health both mentally and physically. There's been scientific studies about people who laugh more and they live longer. Like you have to fill your own life with the things that bring you joy, you know? And that brings me to number three, find what makes you happy and then do more of that. I think that I like to try and boil things down to as simple as they can be. And it is as as simple as saying, hey, I really enjoyed that. How can I, you know, step back and say, how can I replicate that? Is this something that I can do all the time? I'm an extrovert, so being around people really energizes me. It's really good for me. It's good for my work. It's good for my creativity. It's fantastic for my mental health. But then I have to prioritize that and then schedule things throughout the week or once a week or whatever to connect with people. And I love to do that. Joseph and I love to longboard and so we'll longboard through the neighborhood and we're going into our mid-20s and it's it feels kind of funny because like he just bought a house in this neighborhood and people already think that like we're the kids and they just haven't seen the parents yet they don't realize like it's his house Um, because we both just look atrociously young but I think that you know we could say oh that looks really childish or oh you know we we can't do that anymore like we're too old and I'm like no like that brings me joy I'm just gonna go do it That's number three, like find what makes you happy and do it. Even if you suck at it, like watercolor, I really enjoyed watercoloring. I'm not phenomenal at it. I'm not a painter. Well, I'm not even going to say that because what makes you a painter is if you pick up a brush and you paint, what makes you a runner is if you go outside and run or on a treadmill. Um, I think people have like an identity thing there and that's, that's what it boils down to. You feel like you can't take on that identity or you can't do something because that's not you, forgetting that you're the one who chooses who you are every day. Guys, I have some super exciting news. Are you ready? We have a sponsor I would like to thank. Tailwind for sponsoring this episode today and I can't wait to tell you about them. So you've probably heard me talk about Tailwind. If not, let me tell you. So Tailwind is a Pinterest and Instagram scheduler and it's like a smart assistant. It tracks analytics, it schedules your posts and get this, it helps you create graphics. So they rolled out a new part of their program called Tailwind Create, and Tailwind Create helps you create hundreds of posts from just your photos, and you just designate what you want in the post, one click, and it creates hundreds of graphics for you to use for Pinterest and Instagram. If you struggle with graphic design or any of that, um, or just creativity, you're you're looking at a blank page, you don't know what to put on it, Tailwind Create, literally answers that. Tailwind has been (laughs) my best friend for I think almost a year now and it increased my monthly views to the thousands on Pinterest. I'm not even kidding. Tailwind is my one and only marketing tool that I've invested in and it is the best money I have ever spent on my business. If you want to schedule your Instagram or your pins or both, you need Tailwind. Seriously, it is the best tool out there. And I've got a discount code for you. I know. How freaking cool is that? If you go to tailwindapp.com slash attainable, we have a link. How cool. You'll get $30 off of your subscription. This is the best, the best marketing tool that I have invested in. Seriously, guys, I recommend it to everyone. You should totally check it out. Go to the link in the description box or type in tailwindapp.com slash attainable into your browser and go get your $30 off. All right. Number four, learn the casual. Nah, that's not for me. That's all right. That's not for me. Just learn. I mean, yes, how to say no, but say no with no guilt. That's what I mean by like the casual. No, no. You know what? That's not my journey. You know what? It's not for me. That's not where I uh, feel like putting my energy in and then letting it go. This is kind of hard to learn, especially for some. I mean, some people have a harder time than others. Like saying no to somebody makes you literally want to break out in hives. But to be able to say, no, I'm good. And then walk away completely unfazed. Like, do you know, those people who? Oh my gosh! It's like okay. Have you seen my friends? People, or it's even. Um, I think it's like. Sorry, I'm late. I didn't want to come. Like that's the kind of energy that we're bringing here. Just no apologies. Like no, I'm not going to do that. No, I don't feel like doing that. You know, don't don't be a dick. Like you know, no, you know. But if you don't want to go hang out with friends because you really need that time to yourself, or you've been invited to something, but you and your significant other really need that alone time to be with each other. Or you need to separate yourself for a little bit, and so you your partner wants to watch a movie, but you really need um, some alone time. Like whatever it is, saying you know what, no, that's not for me, or no, not right now, um, and then letting it go. It takes up brain space. Okay, And that, that actually leads us to number five. If it's taking up space in your mind, it's still taking up space, and the thing with having like think of your mind as like a storage unit okay because honestly that's what it is especially my people that struggle with anxiety thinking about this has in this way has really helped me I can't hold like too many things in my head because they are still active even if it's not the thing that's on the front of my mind right now my mind's still running and running and running and running and and it's exhausting because I don't put things down if it's taking space in your mind It will kill you silently, okay? And this is why, you know, this goes for big and little things. This is why I went to a a minimalist closet, um, which I actually need to redo because I'm realizing that picking my outfit in the morning has become something that's a little bit tedious because I'm finding that I'm not really into my clothes and that's taking up brain space that I just can't afford. That's a stress every day. I just, I can't, I can't do it. Or things like your to-do list, if it's all in there and you're just holding it in there, it's got nowhere else to go. That's stuff that's bouncing around and you're going to continue to think about it, think about it, think about it. And you'll run yourself ragged without even realizing it because it's not something physical. It's not like a room where you can see, hey, this is crowded and so I need to move things. It's mental and that's, I'd say, even more dangerous because you have no idea that, that that thing that you pushed to the side or you said was fine or you're like, no, I just don't have time to deal with that right now. I'm notorious for that. Yeah, I mean, even to like my emails, like I see like, you know, my emails, start, oh, I just can't. I, I And I close out the browser. I'm like, no, we just need to go and just, I mean, if it gets that bad, just delete everything. I mean, that's a little drastic. Have I done that? Yeah. But, you know, it gets to the point where I can't hold it. In my brain anymore and it will keep running and running and running until you you're exhausted or you're stressed it'll come out as a panic attack and anxiety attack if you suffer from that and realize that brain space is extremely valuable and you choose what's going to take space there number six the first step is just to take the first step just move forward We're going to go to our frozen reference. Just do the next right thing. You want to write a book? What's the first step? Write a page. You want to paint something? First step, get your art supplies. You know, it's just one step further. That's how anybody does anything. That's how anybody builds a business. That's how anybody gets their dream job. That's how everybody accomplishes anything. They just keep taking the next right thing, you know, step forward and then say, all right, what's the next step? Minimal viable effort. This is a huge thing. Um, right now with one of my clients, like this is what we talk about. Okay. What is the next quickest win that we can get? that will move us forward. Focus on that. Don't think about all all the things you need to do. Honestly, you can't do it. You can't do 12 steps ahead. All you can do is what's right in front of you and that first step, that first step, stop Googling it, stop asking how. Nobody's gonna give you the right answer. Nobody's gonna be able to lead you down the proper path without you actually putting yourself in motion. Number seven, learn to see your life from third person. And here's what I mean by this. Um, this is kind of very personal to me because I have this issue. Okay. I'm a happy person, super happy, love life, big fan. And, and anybody who knows me knows I'm very positive. And I've, I mean, I've had multiple people say like, are you ever sad? Like, do you ever have an off day? Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? But When I am having an off day, I have to like kind of step back and say, okay, what's happening here? Because otherwise I will go into a spiral and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling off. If I'm feeling off, then something is fundamentally wrong with my life. Okay, then what should we do? I need to rethink my entire business. I need to rethink my life path. I need to literally change everything. If, if you've ever done one of these like spirals, like I'll run with it. Like I'm in a freaking marathon and I have to step out and say, Hey, we're having a, you know, we're having an off day. A lot of people talk about talking to their inner child or like a younger you, but it, <laughs> the way that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I need to step outside and say, Hey, like you're doing good. Okay. No, you're not feeling a percent Fine. No worries. Have you drank enough water today? Nah, bitch, I know you haven't. So let's do that. When was the last time you seen the outdoors? Take a walk. Exercise? No? And how'd you sleep last night? Did you go to bed late because you were up scrolling TikTok again? Oh, okay. So is our life fundamentally falling apart? No? No, we're just a little tired? Maybe didn't plan our day very well? Okay, then that's fine. And I, I have to think about it from a third person because it puts everything that you're doing in perspective. If you're trying to process everything that's going on in your head all day long, while like in tandem with trying to function and work and feed yourself and do all these things, girly, you're not going to get much done or boy e girly, we need a, guys, my, my male identifying people, we need a m- thing for you like girly, bro, that doesn't feel right. Anyway, You're not going to get anything done. Like you're not going to make any progress anywhere externally or internally. Take some time with yourself. A lot of times this is great for like a walk or a drive and have a little conversation with yourself. I like writing things down because it forces me to slow down and thinking, which is great because uh, my mind goes so fast that I'm unable to process like what's happening. Uh, It also feels a lot less weird than having a physical conversation with yourself. Um, So try journaling. I know that feels like super weird, but just try it. Like try just like free journaling, like a conversation. You can even say me and then enter me, try it out. Anyway, last thing, number eight. This one I think is gonna call out some people. No one's going to make a decision better than you stop asking for other people's opinions for, hey, what should you name this? Hey, should you make this decision? Hey, should you drop out of college or not? Hey, should you take this job or not? Hey, should you move here or not? Now, do I go and I'm like, mom, like, what do you think? Yes. But don't do the thing where you're looking for like affirmation from everyone around you because you don't trust yourself to make the decision for yourself. Like nobody's going to make the decision better than you. Okay. And nobody's going to give you the right answer. And no matter how many people you ask, you still won't feel sure. If you're really stuck, evaluate, Hey, what, you know, if I take the wrong path, what will it take to turn around? And then, like just pick one, close your eyes and run and don't look back. One of the best advice, pieces of advice I've ever gotten is like make a decision and then don't look back. Like don't contemplate, oh, but what if I did that? What if... No, make the decision and stick with it. Nail yourself to that thing. And then if it doesn't work out, okay, you're going to pivot. Either path, if it doesn't work out, you're going to pivot. So just do it. Just make the decision. Your mom, your dad, your friends, your aunt, your mentor, you know, whatever, whatever. They're not going to be able to make a decision for you and nothing they say will make you feel any more secure than you just making that decision yourself. So go for it, do what you want. That's that's the theme here, always. Do what you want and have fun. That should be my sign off. I don't know if that'll stick, but alright, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. If this was interesting, or um if you have any pieces of vi- advice, let's do that. If you have any pieces of advice um that have really helped you, go to my last Instagram post and leave it in the comments. I would love to hear it and I would love to share it as well on the podcast maybe uh next week if um any of them are helpful. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It helps us so much to grow and also share. Share with your friends, tell them about the podcast and share your favorite episode with them and uh, we can kind of grow our little fam. Hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.